0: Crazy question. Yeah, what? So what is it what that you think you about think? death? So my question for you is, what do you think about death? It's going to happen. That's what I think about it. So what is it that you think about death? Death is a... It's transition, really. Um, new beginning. Um, I've gone through losing my parents and, and a bit of being able to deal with that. But what I hold on to is from a a humanistic point of view there is the next step and so it's, I, I think it's a new beginning What do you think about death? That's a horrible question What do you, what do I think about death? It's the 2nd of June, Thursday, so Thursday evening, to be a f- matter of fact for me, 21-24, for you civilian types, and I'm just sat down, ready to do some recording this evening, and I know that seemed about, of um, a bit of an odd start to a podcast, death, and I'm thinking, well, what was on my mind? This morning, as I was was walking, um, doing my morning routine, part of my walk, and somewhere along that walk, um, I got to thinking about, how does this all fit together in terms of life? And I thought, you know, everything that goes on in our world, in your world, in your day, At the end of it, it all ends the same. You know, it all ends the same. None of us, as the saying goes, none of us are getting out of this thing alive. And then that thought is empowering in the sense that, you know, do the thing that you came here to do. Is what I took away from that. Um, But it didn't spark me to ask just some random folks what they thought about. And death. It's a it's a part of life. It's one of those things, isn't it? We're just gonna have to jam with it. So it is day two of audio mo. For those of you who are following along with the audio mo action, it's day number two, in which we do a audio all of the month of june at least that's the goal that's the ambition to record a new piece of audio every day and um i think this year i mean i've done this in the past i've done the audio modes in the past and i make a good few of the days but i don't think i've ever done every single day i wanted a challenge so that's my challenge to the challenge is to actually record a new piece of audio every single day in june so yes and i'm on day number two i know it's early days isn't it? early days and um yeah early days so what i wanted to talk about this evening is is poetry i don't know if you're a poetry fan or not i'm a big poetry fan Um, I think I got into poetry when I was about 15 or 16. I know we had to do it in school and things like that, but I think it really um, took off with me when I was about 15 or 16. Um, I was doing an independent study in English, and the teacher that I had was just a a one-on-one scenario, and we got to go really in-depth into poetry, and he really brought it alive uh, for me. The reason that's on my mind is I was reading an article uh, in Three Corks Daily. Um, and Salman Rusty is saying that we should bring back memorizing poems in school. And I know it's been a bit of a... You know there was a downslide I had to do it in school, but I guess nowadays and I have and I'm not that close to education um that they're no longer necessarily required to memorize poems, but I wrote but what Rushdie's saying in his article is that actually there's a massive benefit to memorizing poems, and he says it's a, it's a lost art, it's a lost art that enriches our relationship with language. Um, and and when you memorise these poems, even though it seems to be rote, the language and the symbology and the music of the poem is life-enhancing, according to Salman Rushdie. And I, I'm, I'm, I am inclined to agree. And I can still remember some of the poems that I had to memorise and I guess that's a question, I'll share mine with you but I would also like to know if you had to memorise any poems and um, which ones those were and can you still recall some of those I remember having to memorise poems by Robert Frost one in particular was Who's Stopping By Woods on a Snowy Evening Um, and that it was one of these ones. I mean, it, it really stuck with me, this this, this poem, um, for a number of reasons. And, and actually, now that I'm thinking about this poem, and it kind of segues right well into the conversation that um, I was having with myself this morning on my walk. If you're not familiar with the poem, it goes something like this. Whose woods these are, I think I know. His house is in the village, though. He will not see me stopping here To watch his woods fill up with snow. My little horse must think it queer To stop without a farmhouse near Between the woods and a frozen lake. The darkest evening of the year. He gives his harness bells a shake To ask if there is some mistake There are only other sounds The sweep of easy wind and downy flake The woods are lovely, dark and deep But I have promises to keep And miles to go before I sleep And miles to go before I sleep So that's a poem by uh, Robert Frost And you know... I can remember most of that poem. I did have to have some help here on that one, so don't think my memory is that great. And um, but especially that very last stanza. Um, I have miles to go before I sleep, and I remember when I first read that one, I was having to memorize it. It was like, yes, there's you know, I got there's lots to be done in this world. There's lots of things that I want to accomplish. There's lots of things that I want to to do. And though it might be easy to just say. You know, the heck with it. And that's what was going on in my mind today. It's like, what's the point of all this, man? What's the point of all this? Wouldn't it be just easier just to be done with it all? But then, that's a great line there. But nah, I got promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep. Another poem that I had to memorize, which is a soliloquy from Shakespeare. My um, teacher made us memorize... um, The tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow speech. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow keeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out, out, brief candle. Life is but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot. Full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. And we almost got two extremes of the same topic here, isn't it? And, and, you know, in this poem going on at the end of that, it's like, you know, we're doing all this stuff. And and the end of the day, you know, we make all this noise. But at the end of the day, what does it actually mean? Very existential, um, <laughs> very existential business going on there. Um, with that one. There's another, um, poem from one of my favorite, 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 favorite authors, um, T.S. Eliot. And, um... He really, I really. Even though it's his poetry is very difficult, because it's full of allusions and lots of different literary references, you have to be familiar with. Um, oh, and by the way, all these little tones I'm I'm playing with Boss Jock. So I have this set up. I have this set up and. I have a cart loaded with different sound effects, and I'm just trying them out. So that's what's going on there. If you were wondering, you're thinking, what's that? Did he leave his mobile phone on? Nah. I'm just playing with my 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 carts on the boss chuck. So anyway, back to uh, TLS, TSL, and yeah, I really, you know, even though his poetry is a bit, um, yeah, it was yeah. You've got to have read a lot of other works, and to get a lot of the references and allusions that maybe appear in his um, poetry. But it struck a chord with me, um, specifically the hollow Hollow Men, and and this one that I'll share, just a part of it with you, the love song of J. Alfred Prufrock. Love the beginning of this, so let us go then, you and I, when the evening is spread out against the sky, like a patient etherized upon a table. Let us go through certain half-deserted streets, the muttering retreats of restless nights and one-night cheap hotels, and sawdust restaurants with oyster shells, streets that follow like a tedious argument of insidious intent, to lead us to an overwhelming question, oh, do not ask, what is it? Let us go and make our visit. In the room the women come and go, talking of Michelangelo. Um, and the one bit of this poem that really, really, really stuck with me and the bit that I can recite, um, and I often quote a lot, and, and, and it just segues right into the topic of of where we started this podcast at this morning. Um, and it's this, this piece about... Um, When he's starting to, uh, Prufrock is starting to feel his his mortality and maybe that fact that um, his life is, as Shakespeare alluded to there, you know, does it really signify anything in a big grand scheme of things? And this particular section really stuck out for me. So, no, I am not Prince Hamlet, nor was I meant to be. Am an attendant lord, one that will do to swell the progress, start a scene or two, advise the prince, no doubt, an easy tool, deferential, glad to be of use, politic, cautious, meticulous, full of high sentence, sentence, but a bit obtuse, at times indeed almost ridiculous, almost at times the fool. And then the bit that really jumps out at me is... And let me find it here. When He talks about, I heard, heard the eternal footman hold my coat and snicker. I love that. He says, have, have, have the strength, do I have the strength to force the moment to a crisis? But though I have wept and fasted, wept and prayed, though I have seen my head grown slightly bald, brought in upon a platter, I am no prophet and here is no great matter. I have seen the moment of my greatness flicker, and I have seen the eternal footman hold my coat and snicker. And in short, I was afraid. So that's T S Eliot and the Love Song of J. Alfred Proof rock. And so back to Rush um article there. I think it I think there's there's a master and it, it is a lost art, I think. Um not having to memorize uh, the poems anymore perhaps in school and there's so much benefit I found it definitely was life enhancing for me which is the argument that Rushdie's making that by memorizing these poems they do have a life enhancing um, effect on you and I wholeheartedly agree with that because I know when I'm having um uh, when i need some inspiration or if i'm having a sort of rough patch and i can recall stanzas from various different poems that really stuck out and meant something to me um it pulls me right back into a space of um i want to say i was going to say em- empowerment but yeah it just brings me back into a place and it helps me to you know poetry helps me to relate to the feeling part of life the world that is that what I'm trying to say I'm saying you know because there's a very weak very it can be very rational and logical but I think there's something that's very powerful with connecting with metaphor and just working with pure Matter, you know, subjects matter of the sort of subconscious force And fill in those forces at work in our life And I think that poetry awakens that spirit in us Alright, so there we go Audio mode, day number two The Soul Cruiser podcast, day number two The first day of the beginning of my life or the rest of my life as the saying goes is here I hope you all are having a fantastic day, evening, morning, afternoon whatever time it is when you do listen to this podcast I hope you're having a fantastic time and that life is treating you well and remember this, remember, remember, remember When life is just going to hell in a handbasket, you know, take a little bit of a pause and appreciate the fact that, um, you know, you're still alive and kicking and doing your thing. And we only have that short amount of time to play in the game before we're gone. But hey, okay, so have a good evening a good morning or good afternoon and we'll catch you back here tomorrow oh before I go let me know what your um, what poem that you had to memorize or even if you didn't have to I'm saying that you had to memorize what poem have what poem or poems have you memorized uh, that you still refer to and reference today.